I might break in the middle of this podcast to eat some food because I'm hungry now. <laughs> just talking about talking about yeah. liver and onions. Yeah, I'm gonna go make some and just eat it right here on, and uh, everyone can listen to me. It's the best way to do it when I'm dozens and dozens of miles away from you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough talking about food. I guess we should probably talk about Wheel of Time. Yes. All right. You guys ready to get started, Jen? Sure. Tom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll see Mandar. Mandar loves the liver and onions. This guy knows. <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... All right. Let's let's get let's get it going. <laughs> Welcome to Talk Around Riyadh, the Wheel of Time Showcast. I'm your host, Joe Perry, here with my co-host, Jen Isgro and Tom Kakosa. How you doing tonight, Jen? I'm doing good. I'm full from Thanksgiving, and I am ready to talk Wheel of Time. Yeah, that's right. If anyone falls asleep during the podcast, you know, don't get the mad. The fan. The itis. How you doing tonight, Tom? I don't have the itis, Joe. I'm ready to go. Why don't you have the itis, Tom? Uh, because I didn't have turkey for Thanksgiving. I had chicken for Thanksgiving. Uh, because uh, just so unpatriotic. Are, are, are you American, Tom? Come on, get out of this country. You you know uh, Ben Franklin. <laughs> you don't like turkey. Just get the hell out. Ben, ben Franklin wanted to 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 have our national bird be the turkey. He felt it was such an American animal. Yeah. Uh, and then the everyone else there was like, uh, "It's a turkey. It looks like an idiot. Let's let's have something with Jesse." I would have I would have thought that you wouldn't want the national bird to be an animal that we eat on a regular basis. Oh, just that's just my thoughts. I I guess that was. Uh, that would have been my argument for not making it the turkey. Okay. Why would we make it an animal that we constantly kill and eat? Yeah, we just made it an eagle. Well, whatever. I'm not going to get it. Yes. It supports and uh, nourishes us. It does. But turkeys can't even fly, so. Yes, they can. No, they can. Short distances. No, they can't they, fly. That's not flying. They can fly they can, up into trees. They, yeah, they can glide. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever see? Um, <laughs> I was thinking of this. Welcome Tom, to our turkey podcast, everyone. Tom, you know what I'm talking about, right? The the WKRP in Cincinnati episode. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, turkey yeah, drop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. For all you uh, old timers out there, you guys, know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> if um, okay, if you haven't, and it usually it's all over social media every every year on Thanksgiving. But yeah, the WKRP in Cincinnati was a classic uh, sitcom. There's, there's Johnson I put in the, the gift and as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> it's just funny the way they do it because you're just listening to, what is it, last reporting on it? Yeah. That's how you're experiencing the whole thing It's listening to him reporting on it live. Um, all right, let's get back. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> we've got a lot to talk about today. I know, uh, Jen, we've come up with a name for the social media roundup that we've added to the uh the podcast. What was the name that we came up with? It is now called, and I can't find. It's called "What's Happening," our social media <laughs> roundup. All right. <laughs> so, what's happening, Jen? Okay, I have a couple of really exciting nuggets for you guys this week. Our first one is Juliet Howland, who I now know is playing Natty Cawthon, because now I've. <laughs> I've researched things this week and remember them. Um, she posted an article called Save and Splurge, the Best Clothes Errors. So I don't know if everybody everybody knows this or not, but Juliet actually invented something called the J-Dryer, which I assume she named after herself. 
It's a six-armed aluminum clothes drying rack. It retails for 59 pounds. So basically, you secure it to the wall of your washroom or I guess wherever you want. And the six legs hang down against the wall. And when you're ready to hang up your clothes, you lift each leg up and you can kind of hook it onto the main piece and it sticks straight out. And it's a great space saver for you. So if you're in the market for a clothes error, or I believe we would call it a laundry rack here in the States, uh, looks like the J-Dryer would be a great addition to your home. So hopefully we'll get some (laughs) sales for Juliet there. Thanks, Juliet. Maybe we can get them to sponsor our podcast. (laughs) Brought to you by the J-Dryer. I don't know why I sound like I'm doing, sound like I'm reporting on it. (laughs) Maybe I am. You just did an ad, Jen, for them. (laughs) We are now sponsored by (laughs) J-Dryer. Better than Blue Chew. So. (laughs) Okay, Jen, what else is going on and uh, what else is happening? Okay, uh, Maria Doyle Kennedy, who is playing one of the Tinkers, Illa, released a song this week called Revenge is Sour. I actually got a chance to listen to it. It's pretty catchy. I've never heard her sing before, so that was my first opportunity to hear her. And she's She's actually a a really good singer. Yeah, I hope that she's going to be performing on the show. Maybe she'll be singing a song during that dance sequence with the Tinkers and Egwene and Perrin when uh, everybody's dancing together with Aram, one of our show's favorite characters. But yeah, I was able to find the song on YouTube. She'd probably like it better if you paid for it, but uh, you can give it a listen. It was really good songs. (laughs) All right, Jen, what else is happening? Okay, one more thing. Uh, Yosha... Our good friend Yosha was um, posted some videos and pictures of himself off-roading this week in some sort of a red convertible Jeep. I tried to figure out what kind of car it was. Could not because the picture is super far away from the car. But in his Instagram story, he posted, I guess he was driving and recording, which I kind of hope not. Maybe the other person was recording it. But he was driving kind of over a bridge. It was a very, very narrow road over a body of water, which had no railings or anything on it. And it gave me a heart attack to watch. But I guess for some people that's relaxing and fun. That's some sky in that, in that picture. Yeah. I mean, it looks beautiful. I don't know where he was in the off-roading, but a few days before that, he posted a picture from Bonaire, which I looked up and is an island off the Northern coast of South America, which is a principality of the Netherlands. So it makes sense why he's vacationing there. I don't know if that's happening now or if he's just posting old videos of himself in better times but uh be careful out there yosha don't yeah just don't even don't hurt yourself surfing or off-roading don't drive your jeep into the river we need you okay back to you joe (laughs) thanks jen for that what's happening roundup and if anyone doesn't know what's happening w-o-t that's how we spell it here yes clever right (laughs) and you know what before we get into our main topic we do actually have some news to talk about so yeah, it's kind of very, uh, it's a little, uh, I don't know, this, this is, it's a little shady, not shady, it's, it's sketchy, sketchy, sketchy. I don't even want to say sketchy. I feel like I'm doing a disservice to the people who are reporting this. It's unconfirmed. It's unconfirmed news that we have, and we're not sure what to make of it. So we're just going to bring it up and talk about it here because yeah, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So the first piece is not um, sketchy or unconfirmed. This is confirmed for sure. Uh, Watt series had posted on Twitter that Priyanka Bose's agency did list her role on their site as Elaine, A-L-A-I-N-E. So you might be saying, well, why the hell are you telling me this, Joe? Who cares? If you recall, 
those leaked audition tapes that were transcribed in one of the scenes there was the character leona who is leandrin refers to someone named elaine and we were unsure we thought you know could it be elaine you know elaine elaine um and then we were also musing about it could be like you know elida or somebody else with a similar sounding name but now it sounds like it's Alana that they were talking about. So if you remember the scene, guys, it was Leandrin. She was talking to Moraine at, or I forget what her name is, Moraine's code name was, but it was Leandrin and Moraine talking with some other Aes Sedai about capturing Loghain and holding his shield. And Leandrin made some sort of off-color comment about her dislike for Elaine, who we now can pretty much say is Alana. So it sounds like Alana's in that scene as well. What do you guys think about that? Uh, makes sense. Because we know that she is was filming in and around all those times with those groups of Aes Sedai. And um, wouldn't really make sense for Elida to be with them at that point, especially since we don't even know if Elida is going to be in the show or not. So uh, it's good to have that confirmed, though, definitely. I have to tell you, just the way you said that, Jen, just sent a chill down my spine. I'm fairly sure she, she should be in the show. We don't know if she'll be in the first season, though, right? Okay, I didn't uh, mean to yeah. say it. Yeah, I meant... Yeah. I meant the first season if she's not in the show that's going to be a big change right right <laughs> yeah i agree i think i think that fits i'm excited to see the dynamic and the fact that there it looks like they're going to be ramping up uh the Aes Sedai uh presence in the first book you get to see kind of their their inner dynamic versus the outer dynamic of 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 of, of the Aes Sedai and I, I think it's going to be pretty cool i have another question is this the first person code name from any of those videos that has been like confirmed on a resume i think yeah on a resume i think you're right um the other ones i think that we figured out with leandrin and maureen and all of those other ones i think we're just figured out out of context i believe mm -hmm. of the scenes right i don't know if anyone was officially uh, i you know i couldn't i'd have to go back and check but i, I think you're yeah. right but i wonder why they would put that on. Is that a new thing that was put up? Because we all know that she's playing Alana. It was just posted by Watt Series recently yeah. as to when they found it on her on her agency site. I don't know if this was something they had found a while ago or it's currently there now. We'd yeah. have to go check out the site and see if it's there right now. Because the only reason it's almost like they're saying like, oh, those scenes are real. That's, you know, because <laughs> otherwise we already know who she is. Not like they a, also have Uda listed situation. as the director. But I don't know if that they're just putting Uda there because she's directing the first episode. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Because that's, I mean, from what we surmise, she's not being in it. She's not going to be in an episode directed by Uda. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's odd that they have it there now. Unless they, the person who put it up just had like another script that didn't have Alana on it and didn't know what her real name on the show is. Just had like that first script, like an audition script or something. Yeah. I mean, we kind of all suspected that Alana was going to be there for this part of the uh, yeah this part of the show. This is what she was going to be in. She's going to be part of the capture of of uh, Loghain, and she would probably be traveling with them. So I don't think this is kind of changes anything how we thought how things were going to unfold. It just kind of confirms it, I think, or at least puts us closer to saying that we're correct in our assumptions. I'm correct in all my assumptions until you're wrong. That's how I, I, uh, I no, th then I don't assume them anymore. So, uh, oh, that's right. So then you're not wrong. You were just, so then you're never wrong, I guess. <laughs> you know, it works out pretty well. Your assumptions are never wrong. My yeah. assumptions are never yeah. wrong. I just drop that assumption as soon as, as soon as facts disagree with them. 
<laughs> it's a good way to get through life. Yeah. All right. All right. So my next piece of news is uh, it's more interesting than the first. That's for sure. But I take it with a grain of salt. So on the Wheel of Time TV series Facebook group, somebody, and I'll, I don't know, I could say his name. It's not a big deal. He's obviously clearly posted this on there and it's nothing, it's nothing that's going to defame him. But somebody posted that, uh, I'm going to read this actually, I have to quote it. Holy crap. My friend who I've been trying to get to read the series forever is doing a paid survey to watch rough drafts of the first three episodes. So of course I was like, what, what? Um, what? Cite that. Yes. Cite that. So all thoughts, all kinds of thoughts ran through. There was a lot of comments on this post. At some point in the comments, his friend joined the Facebook group and started commenting on it. So I want to read a few of these comments. So so apparently his friend uh, was asked to watch the first three episodes and I guess provide feedback through some sort of company called Survey Junkie. And this is a real company that does that. Uh, the original poster had later replied... That his friend said, yes, I like it, but take that with a grain of salt because I feel since I haven't read the books, I don't know how true to the story it is. Then his friend starts responding himself. Um, He says, I just finished watching the preview of the three episodes, had never heard of the books, not a huge reader myself, but honestly, the series will be good. Obviously, can't share any other details. Next, he puts, it is not just for fans and telling you from being a stranger, the series adaptation will serve well this purpose. It captivated me into knowing a bit more and researching to learn about the books. Actually, I'm extremely positive that the fans of the books, as most in here are, will be disappointed in one way or another. That is very (laughs) typical when books are adapted to a series. I wouldn't be surprised uh, the audience that will enjoy the series more will be non-book fans. All right, I got some more quotes here. Sorry, guys. (laughs) I've been doing research surveys for Amazon for years now, seen so many different series previews, have to honestly say that this has been one of the most exciting ones I've previewed. Mm. After reading up on the story and reading a synopsis of a first book, they are really doing a good job at it. And then he said he had previously uh, previewed Jack Ryan, Upload, The Ticks, Sneaky Pete, and Them, which hasn't been released yet. Oh, and that's it. That's all I got. So there's a lot to take in there, people. Yeah. <sighs> it was all positive, though. I mean, first off, do you guys believe this? I don't know. No. I was just gonna. I was gonna say, what if the it's the same person with two separate Facebook accounts who's like, oh, my friend got to, yes, know, do this, I, and then like created a fake account to come in as the person. I agree, hundred percent. It sounds like my Canadian girlfriend. What? I have a girlfriend, <laughs> man. She just lives in Canada, so I only see her on the summer. You know, it's like it's like I think somebody in high school says when they don't have a girlfriend. And they're trying to make it sound like they do. I feel like this is this doesn't sound real to me. Not that Amazon doesn't do this because I've heard that they do. It doesn't jive with me the amount of secrecy that they've had about the show. Like when things like this have happened, like they've gone after people, like shut it down. And they're like, oh, but we're just going to let people watch it. It doesn't make sense for me, especially something that is you know likely to have a lot of visual effects. I doubt they're all ready. And like, why would they ask someone to watch it if the effects aren't ready yet? Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I am. I hope because the guy's very positive about it. But I, I, I made mention to somebody earlier this week, unless he can tell me something that he would only know by watching the show, and then I can confirm that in X months later, <laughs> then that's the only time I'll believe that he's, at, he's actually seen the show. Well, he can't say anything. No, I understand that. Well, for what I want to say, I, that I this, this does happen. Own, I, they I, ask people 
they ask people to screen things all the time before they release them. Yeah, and I know. They ch- you know, to get feedback, and then they, they'll change them based on the feedback. He hasn't said anything, but I feel like they would have come after him just for just for what he said, just for the little that he put out there. Even though he said nothing about the show and spoiled nothing, like, I don't think you're even allowed to go on Facebook and be like, I saw it. Right. You know, I feel like, like I'm sure I don't you, know. you're probably not no supposed idea. to say anything about that you've seen it. Well, he's probably right? under like, a fake, a fake Facebook name, right? Because it's, protect it's a his... fake person. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, who, I could say everything that he said. You know, anybody can right. say he's not saying anything, and he's like, you know, I don't agree with like most shows. The people that read the books don't like them. I don't like. I, I, I mean, say I don't what he's think saying, it's a f- but I don't like. Yeah, necessarily I don't think it's a fake that. account because he's got posts going back years. Tola. He's been a play- long, he's a been long a- con. Yeah. <laughs> unless you bought, unless you could, I guess you could buy somebody else's Facebook account, right? No, he's whatever. I don't know. I just, um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to choose to believe this because I know they do things like this. Mm-hmm. Some people were actually talking about this survey junkie place and, and they do this stuff. They're used to watch previews of shows and movies and provide feedback on them. So this I does exist. Like- if I had a job at one of these places, though, and I was like, hey, guys, I've reviewed all these shows, I feel like I would get fired. Like, you're not supposed to be out there on social media, like, talking about. Well, who says he's not going to get fired? Uh, well, he should. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we've, we've turned a call. I hope he gets <laughs> yeah. fired. And I hope he go, burns Jen. down. This poor guy. Um, <laughs> because, like, no, but he, I, I don't think he can get fired because he it's not like a, trust. It anymore. Right, like, it's not a, it's not like a full time job of his. Right, but I mean, here's I guess, and I, I, I don't know, and I have not, I've not done this for Amazon. One time in high school, I got selected to see an early cut of Independence Day. They came out like, I, probably about three weeks before release. And it did have it was different. They they did make cuts to it before it was done, and like there was general like it was like a general like oh did you like it was it good? like what you know there wasn't it wasn't a detailed thing so it wasn't the same kind of a thing. Uh, it was just like a test audience I guess to, to for them to figure out like is this going to be a hit or something. But um, again, like that was like a few weeks before the movie came out. Like if I had seen that four months before that movie came out, it wouldn't have had explosions in it or like you know like whatever. It would have just looked different. You know, the, the, how do you know? It's the first three episodes could be done and ready to go. They could be done and ready to go. He it didn't say it was finished, did he? He said it was a rough no. cut. No, no, I guess I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just. <sighs> yeah, because I may mean, remember the uh, remember the Wolverine, uh, the, the tape that came out with uh, without these special effects. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, it the, does exist. I don't know. I'm choosing to believe this. I don't I don't see anything in here to make me think otherwise that this is true. He didn't reveal anything, obviously, because he can't. I don't understand why someone would do this unless they're just jerks, which I, obviously there are. Well, yeah. Um, there are people who are jerks. But that means his, him and his friend are both jerks. Unless, like you said, this is some sort of fake account that's been it's posting for time. years. Um, but I'm going to choose to believe it, and I like the feedback. I think it's a good sign. I, I, it's a very positive sign. I want to believe it. Uh, so I'm like Mulder. I want to believe but I want to believe, yes. <laughs> At least it's not a person <laughs> pretending like that scully. it's terrible. Right. Exactly. Yeah, well, we had that a while ago, yeah. which I, we never talked about on the show. Right. Well, I thought that that other one I felt was total baloney. Yeah, I think I, so, too. And the post would like delete it afterwards. Right. Or a bunch yeah. of the posts would delete it afterwards. I'm sorry. This is something else we're talking about on Reddit where somebody sorry. claimed they had seen it. Yeah. And it was like two or three months ago. And I was like, it didn't happen. But it was the same. It was the same setup. 
the same kind of a thing. He's like, oh, Amazon. And then the same arguments were that he did do it. Well, Amazon does this. It could happen. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, it just doesn't make sense that now that other people are saying it now, like it also doesn't make sense they were doing it then. My arguments for it not being true then, like hold true now too. I just, I don't, to me, it's well, too soon. we don't know because, right, we've heard rumors though that principal photography is done. We're That's getting true. conflicting thoughts about that. So maybe, you know. Yeah, it could be. It could be. That, and again, that when they f- start filming again in April, it could be for season two. We we don't really know because, and, and we're going to get in, our last piece of news is going to throw, you know, make it even more confusing, so. Let's go to it. Okay. So our final piece of news for this episode is Wattseries.com posted an article on their website, Wattseries.com, obviously. Um, They found an article from a local Spanish news site, El Dia Segovia, reporting that Wheel of Time will be filming a battle scene on December 1st and 2nd in Alcazar of Segovia, which is a medieval castle. They mentioned in the article that scouts were there last October visiting locations. I think they also mentioned that there's going to be like the technical team or whatever. The crew will be there on the 30th of November to set up, and then they'll be filming on the 1st and 2nd. I don't know what to make of this. This was printed on a news site in Spain, like in this area. So this is very weird. I I don't know what to make of it. When was it published in the news? news I'm pretty sure it was published... Um, right around the time this article was posted, which was uh, which was about a week ago. About a week ago. Okay, so the I think this was posted right after we finished recording our show last week. So uh, yes, was it was gonna, like that night. I think yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say if it was for season one, then it would most likely be something that doesn't involve the main cast. Because it doesn't seem like any of them are ready to, like, they went home and they're quarantining and now they're out. Like, it doesn't seem like they're going to be going to another country to to shoot. So I was thinking maybe it was something like the prologue, but then you say it's like a battle scene. So unless it's just like exteriors of something that were, that our interiors are happening on in a soundstage, I really don't know. I can't think of another battle scene, even from season one. No, I don't know. Unless it's like the blood snow or something. I was gonna say every battle scene. Every battle scene. Like it could be the blood snow. And that's how I was like, it could be that too. Maybe that's the prologue instead of the book right. prologue. Right? All right, let's let's pretend that this this is going to happen. Because right, where there's a lot of doubts about this even happening or if this is really gonna you know, if this is real. What scene would it be? Yeah, I, I thought so too. Like, right? If if we're watching the actors and none of the main actors seem to be going anywhere, I mean, they could jump on a plane and, you know, in a day or two. Yeah, but then they sure. have to quarantine again. They have to quarantine. For I don't know. When they get, get maybe, there, they get this, right? maybe they get some sort of dispensations and they don't have to quarantine. Maybe they just have to go take a test and then they're good after that. I don't know what the rules are in Spain. And, you know, sometimes they have exemptions like Czech Republic had exemptions for actors and filming productions where they didn't have to quarantine. So... Let's just pretend it is a battle scene and let's pretend that none of the main uh, actors are there because they're not right now. Mm-hmm. What battle scene could this be, right? It would have to be like a, a flashback scene, right? Well, someone's saying in chat, I think this is an interesting idea, is uh, that Loghain is captured trying to take the stone. And to me, the thing that, that, that I guessed that place was first was the Stone of Tear. But I mean, that would have that would have been filmed a while ago. Because that supposedly happens in block two, which ended mm-hmm. in what be- end of January? 
Yeah, but or maybe it's, February. maybe it's just like exteriors of that and like big shots, like right. big battle shots, and then he's like there's like a stand-in for him, or it's far, you know, and then you get close on him. It was on a sound stage or you know in a different location, a green screen. Right. They. Uh... I don't know. To me, to me, the Stone of Tear is like I picture it as more like bulky, not looking like a castle. I don't know. I do yeah. too. I, I, too. I, I, that's but not exactly. It just mean I, it can't be that. Yeah. Right. It's just uh, of all the, of all the places that I picture in the books, like the one that that fits the most to me is the Stone of Tear. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's exactly what I pictured it looking like. Um, right. But yeah, I don't know. But it could be anywhere. It could be anything. Maybe like we're only looking at it from like you know one angle or two angles or whatever. So like it's not, you know, they could use it for whatever. It could be again. It could be the blood snow. It could be a very intimate scene. Like even though they're saying it's a big battle scene, that could be wrong. Well, they didn't say a big battle scene. I think they just said a battle scene. Well, there you go. And it's translated too, so maybe it's mistranslated. Well, this isn't even quoted from. This is just. I don't think this is a direct quote from the article. They quoted the word battle. Oh. <laughs> so filming for a battle will will take place. But yeah, you're right. Translation. It could just be like a one on one fight. But again, what what the hell fight would this be? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. And then there's also you know. Is this really happening? <laughs> Maybe they were scheduled to film there originally, and the people in Spain who wrote the article didn't realize that the filming was halted, or production was halted, or nobody told them that, oh, no, we're not going to film these scenes yeah. now because production shut down. That's why I was asking when the article came out, because I thought maybe it was before, yeah. you know, and everything was still gung-ho. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Do they have to know? Well, maybe the people at the news don't know that it's not happening. I don't know. Yeah. This is so weird. It is really weird. I know there are some feelers going out to try to find out more information about this, and I'm sure you're going to hear somebody's going to say something soon, so within I, the next week or so, about whether this is actually going to happen. So if any of our listeners live in Spain... Yeah, if you live anywhere near um, this castle... Do some digging around locally and uh, hit us up. Tell us what's happening. Yeah, if you live near Alcazar of Segovia, then uh, why don't you take a drive over there on the 30th? of June, of, uh, sorry, November, and December 1st and 2nd, and let us know what's going on. Take some pictures, too, and send them to us. Well, because you'll it's be li- podcast at talkaranriad.com. <laughs> I know right. Segovia is probably a real place, but I just, every time you say it, I think of yeah. Sokovia from the Marvel, yeah. Marvel movies. Joe doesn't even know what that is, but yeah. Um, I don't know what that is. It's a pretend country. Uh, is, yeah. that like, is that like Krakovia? Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know what that is. You ever see the movie The Terminal? Yeah, it's about Tom Hanks. Yes. that's his country, Cracovia. Mm-hmm. I think that's the name of his country. <laughs> it's not really a good movie. Everybody, don't don't waste your time on it. All right, all right. <laughs> you guys have any last thoughts on that? No, but I I will echo what I've heard time and again is that every piece of news that we get, you know, does the opposite of making things clearer for us about exactly what's happening with the production. <sighs> Yeah, well, no. The first piece of news that we talked about cleared things up a little bit. I that's think true. that's true. I yeah. guess I will say this: I feel like it's a, it's a two step dance. Like we were going forward and backward all the time, and like I, that's actually good because I really don't want to be I don't want to be watching the show and checking off boxes. Like, yep, knew it, knew it, knew it. So I hope there's still some mystery to things, but I have no idea what's happening with the Spanish castle. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that also makes me think of like, if that was something they were originally planning on doing that they're just, you know, they're canceling. Like still, what the hell is that scene that they're filming? I don't know. 
Some people thought that maybe, you know, they were going a little bit into the second book and this was going to be like faint, like the Trolloc attack on, on um, Faldara, but why not use the same fortresses that we think are being used for Faldara? Right. Unless this is like, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. This one threw me for a loop. I have no fucking clue what this is. <laughs> a flashback is the best. Some people mentioned, you know, Battle of Shining Walls. This is Tarvalon or something outside there, near, thereabouts. And I would say, yeah, but it doesn't look like there's going to be any snow there. So it ain't going to be the Battle of the Blood Snow. That's for sure. It's going to be called, called something different. I don't think they're going to, they're not going to waste all that money. They'll just call it something else. The Blood Sand or something. Blood, the Blood Grass. <laughs> the Blood Grass. Yeah, there you go. The Blood Stone. <laughs> There you go. Boring. Because they'll just call it the Battle of the Shining Walls. There you go. Okay. So let's <laughs> move on to our main topic. That's our news, everybody. All right. Let's do it. So today is, but we're recording on Black Friday. So today is Black Friday. So we thought, what better topic to talk about on the blackest of Fridays than the Dark One himself? <laughs> Ooh. I just improv that. It's that was good, good right? man. That was nice. Yeah, thanks. So we're going to talk all things the Dark One. Well, most things the Dark One. Yeah, it's think- more like an intro <laughs> intro to the Dark One. The Dark One we could talk for ages and ages about. But go ahead, Tom. Yeah, I was going to say this is not like we're going to do part two next week, but we're probably going to do a follow up to this. Yes, definitely. So let's get into the Dark One. Let's see wh- where he came from or when, when we first learned about him. So I found it pretty interesting that the first time the Dark One like any kind of documentation or knowledge of the dark one appears is in the age of legends when the, when the boar is drilled, that's the first time anybody even knows that there is somebody, the dark one exists or there's somebody, some evil force in the world, which I thought was interesting. Is there Mm -hmm. history from before the age of legends? No, the only things we know of before the age of legends or the first age was that the portal stones are from there and the horn of Alir is from there. I think that's all we know. And, How do we and, know that they didn't know about the Dark One in the first age? There's no, there's no recorded history from that era. Yes, that, there's no recorded is, history right. until no until the Age of Legends. Yeah. Okay, so in recorded history. Yes. We don't know. Okay. Although I would say this: that the Age of Legends is so stable and like secure of an age that if there was knowledge of the Dark One, even like mythological knowledge of the Dark One as an actual entity. They probably would have known about it from the first name. Like they seem to have a pretty good handle on like the humanities. Yeah. So naming itself Shaitan or Shaitan or Shaitan, as I believe I've seen it pronounced. The dark presence was released upon the world in the age of legends when the boar was drilled to a place outside the pattern. So I say the name Shaitan or Shaitan or Shaitan. There's a lot. I found a lot of pseudonyms for the dark one. And I want to see how many you guys could name. So I've got about, let's see, hold on. I want to see how many I got here. I've got, I've got 18 names for the dark one. 18 names? <laughs> I've got 18 <laughs> names for the dark one here. Okay. Give me, Tom, Tom, go. You go first. Give All me right. one. Uh, I will, I'll, take a, I'll take a weird, I'll, old hob. Okay, old hob. Uh, where does old hob? I know it's here somewhere. Oh, it's there. Oh, That's I think it. I might have, I think I might have deleted it. Then you have 19. All right, go ahead. Then go I have ahead, 19. Jen, go ahead. Go ahead, Jen. Sight blinder. Sight blinder. Ding, 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 ding. Tom? I can't look at the Jack. chat. They're coming up in the chat. Jack of the Shadows. I actually don't have him, Jack of Shadows, down. Come on, man. It wasn't, it wasn't listed in the book or on the web, so I'll put Jack of Shadows in there for you. 
You, you I'll give you all Go the ahead, I'll give you all the real ones. I don't ones. know any other. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I know any other ones. Come on, Jen. The dark one. Uh, Tom. <laughs> uh is now right about Leaf Blighter. Is that Oh, a, there's old Hob. It was in the box with somebody else. Leaf Blighter. Isn't Leaf Blighter? Uh, Leaf Blighter. Yeah, Leaf Blighter is one of them. Ding 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 ding. Jen. I don't have any others. I'm gonna look at Come chat. on, there's one that's pretty easy. Father of lies. Yes. Ding ding okay, ding ding ding. I'm cheating, but good. <laughs> well, people put them in chat. That's fine. That's you can fine. go with those. Tom. Go. Lord of the Dark. Lord of the Grave. Why well, great Lord of the Dark? Oh, I'm I'll sorry. Ding 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 ding. Right, ding. He is the great Lord of the Grave. Lord of the Grave. Lord of the Grave. Ding ding ding. You're only supposed to say one, but sorry. I'll give you it. Jen, go ahead. Okay. I'm is not it looking at chat. I don't have Balsamon here, but um I read I people like ass- assumed assumed that that was a name for the dark one. Tom, do you have any or more? I'm not sure. No, not off the top of my head. Okay. We've got Bringer of Gales, Shepherd oh. of the Night, Kaizen Hob, Heartsbane, <laughs> Father Heart's of Storms, Soulsbane, oh. Grassburner, Heartfang, Light Eater, Old Grim, Lord of, I, of the Twilight, Soul Blinder, and Stormbringer. All right, guys. You disappointed dark me. So Hunter. which one? What's that? I'm just she's making just them saying, up now. She's making know. up new ones. I feel like I could have made up half of those. <laughs> Dark Free. Oh, Dark my. Hunter. So, I feel like Which st- one is your favorite? Um, my favorite? Old Hop like is my favorite. Leaf Blighter. That's a cool Blighter. one. Leaf Blighter. I like that one. Yeah. Some of these I've never heard before. I had never heard before, like Kaizen Hob and I, what, Grass, Kaizen Grass like Hob. The German, yeah. That's the yeah. German one. I don't know. It's Kaizen I, Hob. Grass I think, Burner. I think I drank a Kaizen Hob at Kilmeyer's last winter. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a delicious uh, beer. <laughs> okay. So anyway, moving on from the names. <laughs> Good night, everybody. No. All right. <laughs> All right. So the Dark One has been imprisoned outside of time and creation by the creator. Mm-hmm. He exists in all worlds at once and is imprisoned in all of them. Thus, if he is freed in one, he is freed in all. So what are some of the characteristics and powers of the Dark One? So he is neither male nor female, but often referred to as a male. He's male. Sexist. He must, right? He's got to be male. Got to be male. Um, he has no true physical form, but can affect the physical world. Okay, I want to talk about this for a second and relate this back to the television show. But we're going to get into it now because I know we usually wait to the end for this part. But mm-hmm. how do you think they're going to portray the Dark One in the show? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that they. he'll be a voice uh, in the couple of times that he's a voice. He won't be Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, <laughs> it should be, but, but yeah, but I, I don't think like he's going to be physically portrayed. Do you think they're going to do like this? This kind of upset. I, I know I like to talk about things I don't like about the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, on this you, show. I read, you stole it right out of my mouth. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Jen. Yes. Go ahead. The, eye of, the eye of Sauron. Is that what you were going to mention? Oh my God. When they actually made it an eye and it was like a spotlight, a searchlight like, eye, I was like, what is this? I this is so see cheesy. You. And like it gets big. It gets big. <laughs> It's the worst. It's so, it's I so, just really, it's so cheesy. I really like this the Family Guy joke on that, where he's like looking for his contact. It's like <laughs> zooming all over the ground looking for his contact. But yeah, that was <laughs> very weird. That. So, do you think I we're going to get something yeah. like that? They're going to try to no. make some sort of abstract representation of the Dark One. I don't know. I don't. I think that they, I think they don't need to. I think if they do it exact, basically like it is in the books, he's a presence. He exists, and there's no doubt about his existence, but he exists outside of space and time. When you go to Shaogul, you can hear him. 
You have eventually Shida Haran to be an avatar of him. And at the end, there's just a massive blackness, like a void. And that's like the closest thing to a physical representation that you have. I think that's just do it like that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I agree. I hope they don't try to make some sort of physical form or some sort of cheesy thing like the Eye of Sauron. I mean, I know they mentioned the Eye of Sauron in the books, but I never, ever pictured an actual eye. I thought they just meant like, you know, he can see everything that goes on. Yeah. <laughs> like not, they like also Santa made Claus. The mouth <laughs> of Sauron, a guy with a really big mouth. Which is. That's the, true, but the mouth of Sauron was an actual. Yeah, yeah but he didn't have book. like a crazy big mouth. He didn't have a super mouth. big mouth. He was just a guy who spoke for Sauron. <laughs> I think I think Peter Jackson took these took the language quite literal when he made these movies. Like I was surprised Worm Tongue didn't have worms for a tongue. <laughs> it's the mouth of Sauron on the chat. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, prop maven. That, his mouth isn't that big. That's the yeah, that's he, him. He's bit. And he has no eyes. He's like he's covered up under the He's like a merge wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> chance. That's, that's even worse. So, so, so moving on. So, so the dark one has godlike abilities. You know, we get to see them in the, in the, I was about to say the show in the books. Um, he has the power over death. This is probably the moment we see the most common or maybe one of his most, most powerful abilities. He has the power over death. Um, and we see this later on in the series when he starts transmigrating souls. Yes. So this is another thing like we could get into about the show. And I know this is down, further down the road, but, you know, are we going to get the transmigrated souls of the Forsaken or is that going to be too much? And maybe that that's probably a whole other episode to talk about. But do you guys have any thoughts on whether that's going to be in the show? Yeah, I think that they might shorten that. To just he can bring you back from the dead and then you don't have to get new actors to play them halfway through the show. Yeah, but like. The Although it does make sense. Yeah, it's changed into a totally different person. Yeah. And like, and yeah. like that's important you know, I, I can order looks different. You can always yeah. do that with mask of mirrors. I don't know. Yeah. But there's a limitation on this power. You know, the Dark One can't bring back those who are bale fired. And the reason that is, is because the Dark One has no power over time. Right. So that's a limitation on his. And, and the, I believe the Dark One kind of exists outside of time which is part of the reason why he doesn't have any power over it. So if, if you're bell fired and your threat is burned out of the pattern in the past, the dark one can't do anything with that. Uh, in doing research, I was looking on theory land, the interview database to see some more information on the dark one. And there was like 250 entries. So I couldn't obviously read all of them, but I actually did happen to read one that Jordan answered a question about that. And the longer somebody's dead, uh, the more difficult it is for him to bring them back. Yes. There's a time limit on it. So if he somehow, I guess, is not aware, hasn't made up his Dark One mind to do so, he's going to lose the opportunity to do it. I guess the soul is going to go to wherever the soul, once the soul goes to the afterlife, maybe, like however long that takes, like it's lost to him. And that's why Balefire doesn't work, right? Because basically it sets the clock earlier so that unless they're Balefire with a very light thread of Balefire, it's already burned back too far for him to do anything. I, I think that just on the time thing, the pattern, the age lease, is time, right? It's it's that's what you're weaving. You're weaving the ages, right? So he literally exists outside of time. The prison that encapsulates him is what causes time to pass. So I think that he basically he can grab it 
as it's passing, but once it's gone, it's gone. So he's got his backhand, but once it passes that, he's off. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, the prison, and you know, I mentioned before that he literally was imprisoned at the time of creation, which is weird. Imagine being born and then being put in prison right away. Ah, uh, so no, I, almost, I, 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 I thought that for a long time. Yeah, but that is not what is intended by that. Okay. Please elaborate. So, so I, I, in my research for this episode, uh, I was going into similar kinds of things. I was looking through interviews. I was looking through some some of the notes that have been documented online. I don't have access to the notes or anything like that. But like you know, the things that have been online, the dark one exists before creation. Creation is creation of humanity. Is creation of the wheel. The dark one is not. You know, it's arguable about whether he's an equal of creator or he's you know he's below a step below him on the knot you know, the power level, however you want to call it. You know, I think that Jordan really intended them to be equal and opposite forces like everything else. But the Dark One existed before creation. Creation is creation of the pattern. It's creation of reality as we know it. But he was already there. They existed. And then the creator created life and imprisoned the Dark One. I think that's what I was trying. I might have said it wrong. But yeah, he's he was imprisoned at not hit, not the Dark One's creation. Yes, yes, yes. At creation of, I guess, the pattern or the, yeah, I guess the pattern. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. So, the way I said it was imagine you were born and then imprisoned, but that's right. not the case. Yeah. That is what I thought at first that the, that the, the yeah. creator just like, I'm going to create everything and then make this evil force, but I'm going to trap him. It'll be okay. But yeah. no, that's not, that's that. So, and I mean, that's the dark one's whole goal is really to break free from his prison mm-hmm. and to recreate the world in his own design. The reason we know this really is only because of dark friends and the Forsaken that these supposedly he's told them that he's told them this and this is how we know it. Mm-hmm. Whether they're lying or not, I doubt it. That's I don't know why you would lie about something like that, but I'll take it for uh, for what they said. But I, so I, have, I have a question, I have a, which we ahead, which we probably first. answered in the history episodes, but I don't remember. Is this the first time when they drill into the bore? Is that the first time that? he's ever been able to start breaking free? Uh, I think so, but we don't have any really records of the first age, so we don't know. But I don't think, but I think this the, is the first time. Is the first in this turn, age I guess in this turning first, of the wheel. Right. It's not, the first age is not the first first stage. Correct. No, it's, the, it's so the first, creation yeah. happened like many wheel turns many ages ago. Mm-hmm. So if there's dragons, is Luz Theron the first I can't even say. I know he's the first dragon, but is there somebody before him that shared souls, yeah. or is he the first one? No, he because I think, and I know we we don't like to listen to Ashamael or whatever, but he's mentioned that they fought you know thousands. They mentioned it right in the prologue, right? That they fought right. thousands of times, but other not them, not them personally. No, their souls. Their souls. Yes. Every, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. I have a question about that, but my question about that is like, is Ishmael already confusing himself with the Dark One, like, or does he feel like he's a a anti-hero of the Horn and he's reborn to fight? But that was Luz- back. That was in the prologue, so that was back yeah, after the strike of Shail Ghul. He's already he's insane before he goes bad, and then he becomes Buck. Nut. I don't think he's in, I don't think he's insane at that point. Yeah, I think it's different levels. He's like Hannibal Lecter, insane. He's still Hannibal Lecter is pretty. It's it's pretty coherent though. Yeah, exactly. There's different <laughs> levels is, of insanity. He's never like Pat yeah. and Fane, like you know, drooling madman insane. But anyway, Adam is crazy, no matter how erudite he is. 
So um, <laughs> I had a question too about what you said, a different question. Uh, I, I posed it to the two of you. So I agree with you, Joe, that I don't think the Forsaken are lie. I think the Forsaken believe that this is what the Dark One is telling them, and he, that, that, that his goal is to be free of the prison and remake the world in his own image, and that they will be granted right immortality, and they will be set yeah, up on high. That's how he gets people right. to So yeah, my to question follow. to you is not are they lying, because I think they're telling the truth, that that's what they're told, but is he lying to them? Because why would he go, well, I'm free, so I'll just make a world like where you could be in charge. Like that, what does he want? What does he want with that? You know, it's funny. I was reading something about that very thing, and I wish I could recall it. It was something a suggestion that he's going to, like the Dark One is not going to do that. He's just going to destroy the entire world, mm-hmm. and there'll be nothing left of it. And and to be fair, that is. But then I think that's the what Israel says. Like he's like. He's just going to yes, annihilate that's everything. that's what it is. I, right? I think Moradin says that yeah. when he's Moradin. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I heard it from. But I don't think that's true because the Dark One, I think, takes pleasure in chaos and, you know, people doing bad things. And if there's nobody there, if there's nothing left in the world, there's – what does the Dark One do? He just kind of is like, oh, yeah, I'm hanging out in the blackness. This is awesome. Oh, that's what he had before all this was around. But remember, like, he likes all that stuff because it empowers him. Right. Exactly. Right. But he, if he's free, he's already, he's free. He doesn't need to get powered up to break free anymore. He already is free. But then he's, I think he's just going to play with people and, you know, and toy with them and like, like for fun. Possible. I think that's what he's really going to do. I, I don't think he's just going to destroy the entire world and leave nothing left. Cause I mean, I don't know. I'm not a powerful evil being. Maybe that is what he's going to do. He's just going to destroy the world and be nothing left. He's going to break the wheel. Well, I guess if he wants to break the wheel, I imagine that comes with the destruction of the entire world or reality, I should say. Maybe not just the world, but like the pattern and reality. Who knows? I don't. All right. The I'm shadow sure. knows. That's a, um, what is that? What does the shadow say? Right. Doesn't, That's it. Isn't that like a. What, what evil lurks in the heart of, of men? The shadow does know. Uh, all right. Yeah. I, I feel like I've derailed you completely. No, no, this was actually right in what I was what I was talking about. Um, because you're right. So the Dark One can't actually physically touch our world. I say our world when I mean the the world of the Wheel of Time that we're that we're reading about. Um, he needs help from those in our world to affect some sort of change to free him. Um, and Tom, you mentioned before that he lures people with promises of power and immortality, and you know he'll let them rule in his name and things like that. So. He does have very limited powers because he's imprisoned, um, which is kind of what happens when the boar's drilled. He kind of is able to touch the world a little bit more. Yeah. So I share this with you guys as we were prepping for this, but I think this is a good time to share this little bit of tidbit. Uh, so in uh, the background notes for The Great Hunt, uh, this obviously didn't make the, 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 the book itself, but I find it very, very interesting. So belief uh, in him is a factor in weakening the seals in the prison. Ishmael determined this. Uh, he said he knows that time will work on the seals of the Dark One's prison. And he discovered that each call by a human for the aid of Shaitan acts on the seals like grit rubbed on granite, an infinitesimal wearing away. Each is small, though if that person has some ability to channel the one power, the effect is greater. But the cumulative effect is to hasten the decay of the seals. His long-range plan, this is Ishmael again, uh, is to keep the world of men in a state of disunion and chaos while attempting to increase the numbers of dark friends, right? So I feel like uh, 
this desire uh, for chaos, this this all the horrors of of the third age, uh, all the 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 civilization collapses are are part of his plan to weaken the seals and strengthen the dark one. So that's interesting too, and they're saying that if channelers have more of an effect on that than you know normal people who can't channel any channeler or user of the one power who calls the dark one for aid uh in in times of, of danger would uh would be a stronger pull so not only are dark friends very important to the to the dark one being freed but especially blockage wow yeah. interesting i did not know that i thought that was tremendously interesting and it gives so all- more reason than just like ha 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 bad uh, for Ishmael to do some of the things that he does uh, during the third age. Yeah, you kind of think of that's more of like a taboo, like don't say the devil's name or he'll come, but right. it actually does affect. Yes. Because um, he will come if you say his name enough times. It's kind of like Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about where the Dark One hangs out, places he likes to go. The Dark One, I shouldn't say the Dark One lives at Shaogul. That's like kind of a stupid thing to say. He but chills out Sha- there, you know. Yeah, that's where he chills out. So, but Shaogul is significant. Now a mountain in the blasted lands which lie north of the Great Light. It was once an idyllic island in the cool sea. This was back in the Age of Legends. It is where the Dark One's prison is closest to the world and can be detected there due to a thinness in the pattern. So that's the significance of this. It's the Dark One's prison is closest to the world there. And the Pit of Doom, which lies deep within Shaogul, is the only place where the Dark One can communicate directly with his followers. To get there, one must travel through a tunnel that opened to a ledge overlooking a lake of molten stone. A massive hole rose through the mountain, but not to the sky above Shaogul. This sky saw, quote, wildly striated clouds streaking by as though driven by great winds. It was here that one could sense the boar. So I thought this was fascinating. It's bizarre. It's bizarre, and I have a theory about this. Is that? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Say Before it, Jen. I step on your theory. Is it the sky it. from uh, Teleron Riyadh? That's in what Bal- I was thinking. It's described the same as like outside of Ishmael's little lair. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking that at this point you're kind of in a point between all the worlds, and you know we know that all the worlds are linked by Teleron Riyadh, so this might have some sort of connection with with Teleron Riyadh. Hmm. Okay, I'll buy it. Right, because don't we get in the, I know we're jumping way ahead, but in a memory of light, <laughs> right? When Perrin's in Teleran Riyadh at Shail Ghul, doesn't he see something like this? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. It's hard for me to remember. I thought I remember him talking about like the clouds, like fast clouds spinning by at like great speeds. You've, uh, you've gone outside my prep for this episode. I know. I just, I'm sorry. But I thought that was so weird. I didn't know that. I had no idea about the sky you see is not the sky above Shail Ghul. It's just I like a different like, sky. Uh, he had like an interior designer. Like, how do we make this look like the coolest, <laughs> most metal spot where like they have to come and, uh, you know, talk to me? And she's like, well, we could have these like red tinged clouds going by. Perfect. That's perfect. It's <laughs> so metal. Yeah. Can we, can we <laughs> or make, is it like Hogwarts? Can we make is, the, is it like the the, the hallway like look what? like teeth? Yeah. Yeah. I want to be able to move the teeth like a little bit. Just I want to make them like bigger and smaller. Okay, good. We got it. 
<laughs> we got that here. Here's your remote control, dark yeah. one. <laughs> the dark one's so emo. <laughs> no, I was just thinking of Hogwarts in the in the the Great Hall or whatever, where they have the sky looks the, oh, the roof yeah, looks yeah. all different. No, it's not like Hogwarts. It's more metal than Hogwarts, Joe. <laughs> Hogwarts is so you're not metal. Like, <laughs> sounds like a cool place to go to. Yeah. Nah. Tom, there was something else that you were holding back that I know you wanted to share with us. Yeah. Okay. So there's another little thing here, right? So these are again, these are again from Jordan's notes, and I find this like really interesting. So this is about um, the power of belief, which we talked about before. Like belief in the dark one uh, actually literally powers the dark one, like empowers him. It gets, makes him stronger, makes the seals, it wears away the seals holding him in. So the belief in him is also like almost contagious. So again, these are from the notes. Spending too much time in the presence of one of Shaitan's more powerful minions when you yourself are neither protected nor an Aes Sedai. Uh, so obviously, connection to the one power protects you automatically. That's like, you know, Rand, once he just connects himself to the power, his dreams are protected, whatever. But if you are not protected, nor an Aes Sedai, if you are around one of the more powerful minions, you can put you well on the way to being under the shadow. Right, so literally just spending time with someone who, like a forsaken uh, or a high power, high ranking dark friend, can start to corrupt your soul. Uh, like their belief is so strong, and his belief is so corruptive, like that that corruption can spread to other people. I find that fascinating. Like, I, unfortunately, I found this like maybe about an hour before we did the show, so I want to go back through the series now. And see if we can find examples of that happening or reasons for that happening. Maybe you can give that to some of the Borderlanders that turn to the shadow. It's almost contagious uh, being a dark friend. That is weird. Like we'd see that happen with um, with Fane and Mordeth and that force of evil. But right. I didn't realize that, well, the taint isn't contagious. Um, no, no. It's literally like um, the way I read it. It's, it's saying that if you're around someone... The only thing I can put it towards is, uh, like, if you decided every day to just sit down and watch the opposite news from what your political beliefs are, right? So you can watch uh, MSNBC or Fox News or whatever the new ones are, whatever, OAN or whatever it is. Like, you don't believe in any of that stuff, but you're going to sit down every day and you're going to watch it for an hour. And you're not going to watch any other news. And after a year, we'll see how much you still agree with your previous points of view. Now, that's what I can kind of see. It. It's like a, just a constant steady barrage of this kind of evil influence starts to change your point of view, uh, even without you wanting to do that. And I find that very interesting. He like, almost empowers people to like be um, apostles of him and, 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 and spread the word of the dark. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's terrifying, really. And again, I want to see, and if anybody who's listening, you know, can can think of examples where that may occur in the series. Please uh, hit us up on, on social media or whatever and let us know. Because I think, I think that's a very interesting thought to kind of structure the series around. All right. We went through a pretty good intro to the Dark One and a good summary of, you know, who he is and what does he do? <laughs> who's your daddy? <laughs> who's your daddy do? and what does he do? <laughs> Who is your Dark One and what does he do? <laughs> So I want to ask this question because we already talked about him being on the show and how they're going to portray the dark one. Um, but we didn't talk. We went through all of these names. Obviously, they're not going to go through 19 or 20 names of the dark one. 
how many names or w- which names do you think they'll use? You think they're going to stick with the dark one? You think they're going to call him something else? Do you think we'll get the different names from like the Aiel call him Sightblinder, I think, right? That's the Aiel's name for him? Yeah. yeah. I think we is will. Is Leafblider, is that from the, is, I forget what the wolves call him. I don't know. I don't even remember now. Heartfang? Is he Heartfang uh, yeah, for the wolves? Yeah, he's got to be Heartfang to the wolves. Yeah. Do you think we're going to get multiple names for him? Do you think they're just going to stick with one name? Which names do you think they're going to use? I think we'll get a couple of um, of the different names. I think that's interesting. It's like a good way to show the different cultures. They have the different names for the murder all too, things like that. I think I would like that. I don't think it's too confusing. But I think mainly we'll get the Dark One and Shaitan. I think that would be like the main names we're going to go with. I was, that was, was going to be my next question. You think we'll get the Shaitan? Yeah, I think that's we like will. Because that's like such a big name. thing where it's like, don't say his real name, you know? So he has to have a name they're not supposed to say. Uh, I agree with Jen, though. I think that you're going to have those two main names. But I do think that you're going to find like different cultures, especially maybe not, you know, nations, but like cultures outside of the Westlands, you know, the Aiel, the Wolves, the Sea Folk, whatever. You're going to find that they have other names for the Dark One. And I think that that like adds texture to the world and, I, and, I, and again i agree I, I with jen i don't think that that's going to be confusing for audiences i agree i think so i i think it adds a little flavor to it and helps you yeah, build those cultures up that they have different names and it's fun because like the names that they have all kind of pertain to what's important to them or it says something about that particular culture right mm-hmm. i like that all right uh let's wrap it up here you guys have any last thoughts on the dark one no so uh, I want to remind everyone to follow us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also join us over in Discord to continue the conversation there. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, you can support us by checking out our merchandise and Patreon pages. Um, there's a lot of great stuff on there. You know, on the Patreon, you can listen to us record our podcast live. You get a shout out. Um, there's a lot of great stuff on the other tiers. We do monthly bonus content for Patreons only which I think we're going to be recording tomorrow. We're a little bit behind yep. on that, but we'll get it out. You know, there's all kinds of cool stuff, stickers and things like that, uh, merchandise. Also, links to all the aforementioned information is included in the show notes to this episode. And I will also include links to the um, the news and the social media roundups that we did in the episode. So you can follow along with us while you're listening. And in case, you know, you want to buy a, what is it called? A J-Air? J-Dryer. A J dryer. In case you want to buy a J dryer or listen to uh, Marie Doyle Kennedy's uh, new song, Revenge is Sour. Uh, any last things you guys want to mention? No, I'm good. Tom, you're good. I'm always good, Joe. <laughs> I'm glad you're good. Okay, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and you'll hear us next time.